Hello, I'm Wendy Liebman. I'm the CEO of WSL Strategic Retail, and I am here with my business partner and partner in crime, Candace Corlett, who heads up all our shopper research. Hello. Hello, Wendy. Nice to be with you again today. <laughs> and you too, as always. So here's the thing. You know, most of us who live in the retail and brand world, we've been spending an awful lot of time, right, talking about retail being in turmoil. And it being in turmoil because the likes of Amazon, or really Amazon, has changed the world. And that's true. But the fact of the matter is, it's sort of a diversion. It's not the only thing that's changed the world. The real thing that's changed the world is the shopper and the shopper's life. And one of the things that's been very clear to us over the last five, six years of our studying shoppers around this country and around the world is that something else much more fundamental has happened. Shoppers today are incredibly stressed. People are incredibly stressed. Life is incredibly hectic. What digital has done, Amazon aside, has just made life faster. And so everything we're beginning to see is really driven by that. So what we're going to talk about today is just that and how you need to refocus your attention. So I'm here with my partner in crime, my business partner, Candace Corlett, who spends all her time studying how America shops. Uh, a little bit about me. I have been passionate about retail and shopping uh, for 30 some odd years growing up in the bush in Australia. Yes, there was retail in the bush in Australia. Uh, my background is a mixture of marketing and uh, research and retail. And all of that comes together in this absolute passion I have for understanding where retail is headed, whether it's physical or digital, and what companies, our clients around the world, need to do to engage with shoppers, to make them happy and productive. The, the passion I have is how do you stay engaged with your shoppers all day, every day? How do you understand their lives and how that impacts what they want to buy and how they want to spend? And if you stay close to shoppers, you will see the future and you'll be able to grow and build extraordinary businesses. But you've got to stay close to them. And that's what we do at WSL. My title is CEO and Chief Shopper, and that's exactly why. Candice, you know, there are two or three things here that really... If we could shake our clients and friends of the family, we would shake and say, it's not about Amazon stupid, it's about the shopper's life, right? It is about the shopper's life, and all of our listeners out there are shoppers who are living a life, and they will see themselves in the profile that we see in our How America Shop studies. People have become frenetically busy. Um, there are many more social network commitments to meet. There's many more activities. The workday has expanded from nine to five. Kids have more activities. Um, there's always another thing on Pinterest to be trying to execute. We've made our lives extremely frenetic. The result has been, as you said, stress. The number one obstacle to being a healthy person is I have so much stress. So not surprising that people have now said 
60% of them have now said, in order to get my life less stressful, I have to shop faster. And that's what our clients have to think about. I have to shop faster because I want to be healthier because I have so many other things I want to be doing. So how are you going to help me do that? It's interesting you say that. I mean, I remember when we did about three or four years ago our study we called Buying Happiness, and it was this point at which we saw very clearly that American shoppers had a totally different set of values. It was about being more financially responsible. It was taking the stress out of their life, and it was having this greater sense of well-being. And that imperative, some of our clients think, whoa, they've been talking about this for years – But it's changed everything. And this notion about fast and easy is driving all the future of retail, and yet so many companies are not even paying attention to it, right? That's right. They are still thinking efficient shopping means having a list and going once a week and filling that list, and that's not the way it happens. There's a whole new definition of efficiency, which may not seem efficient to us on the surface, but it's working for shoppers. And it means I grab anything that I need wherever I see it. So if I see great food for dinner at the front of the drugstore, I'm going to take it. I can get all of my cleaning and home things at the Home Depot when I go in to buy a light fixture on Saturday. I grab it wherever I see it. That's one new efficiency. I don't necessarily make a quick trip back to the store if I forgot something. Most things can wait till six hours from now if I want to deliver the same day or until tomorrow. And people are always counting the minutes. You know, it's interesting you say that because I remember some work we did a few years ago for a retailer, and we came up with this term, always already. Mm -hmm. And it was this notion, they couldn't believe, they were so focused on, well, yes, we know people are very busy, and they're busy families, so we're going to give them everything under one roof, it's going to save them a trip, right? And what we saw really quickly, and they were kind of confused by, they, the client, was the fact that actually people would make more trips wherever they happened to be, to pick up whatever they happened to need because they were there. They were exactly. always already and willing to buy. And, and they're, sort of, yes, and they're not counting it as a trip. That's right. That's an old word. Right. And it's, it's not a trip. It's right. a grab and go. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about that. We now live in this grab and go world. So if I'm a company and I'm sitting there saying, well, I've created this fabulous product or this fabulous retail experience, if you're not addressing this urgency to save time and take stress out of the moment, then the shop is not even considering you at this point. That's right. So it seems this massive imperative to change. I mean, you talked about six out of 10 people saying, you know, I'm trying to get everything all my shopping done fast so I have time for other things and this notion of I'll buy it wherever I am. I mean, that puts retail on its head, right? Because wherever I am could be in the ether or it could be on a street corner. It could be in a car wash to pick up a lip lip balm. Greeting cards, right. Greeting cards, right. It could be anywhere. So that landscape is so diverse, so accessible that most of these big companies aren't even thinking that way. They're still thinking about food, drug, mass, dollar, department store. They don't understand that shoppers are willing to buy things anywhere they happen to be to get it off their list 
right now. That's right. And we do see some shining stars emerging in retail where large retailers are stepping back and saying, wait a minute, I've lost entire categories to the grab-and-go mindset. People are picking it up everywhere. They're not coming to me all the time, even though I promise everyday low price. I mean, Walmart is a good example of a retailer that's experimenting with services that are really contrary to retail. I'm going to set up an efficient shopping format that you don't ever have to come in the store. And they're advertising their buy it online and come to the store parking lot to pick it up. Um, they're promoting that. It's contrary to what you would think of as core retail. Well, it's interesting you say that because retail used to be all about location, location, location. And the fact of the matter is that most of the companies who are listening to this have to think about is, well, maybe a retailer has 8,000 stores and you used to grow because you got your display or your product into 8,000 stores. The fact of the matter is really fast is that's going to go away. Exactly. I mean, retailers are already putting services in their stores to fill up the space that used to be an aisle. They're trying to differentiate, right, by bringing exclusive brands, small brands into their space to give people a reason to come to the store, right? But that retail ecosystem that we have known and many of us have grown up with of stores on every corner, they're all going to disappear really, really fast. Now, I'm not talking about in five minutes, but we already see it. We, we already, already see, see the it. stores closing, yes. Right. So I think the drama of that and the urgency of that is really critical for people to understand. This isn't about five years from now. It is about five months from now. Oh, we're seeing it in test stores and being rolled out to thousands of stores by retailers already saying, you know, I'm not getting this shopper in to walk to the back of the store to find the baby diapers. Maybe I'll get them in after they pick up their groceries if they want an eye exam or if they have to get their children's uh, exams for, to play sports. I'm going to offer the kind of services that people need quick. Yeah. So I'm thinking about, so, so for anybody listening to this, one of the ways they can see some of the retail that we really think is already getting this, like from Nordstrom and their new flagship store they opened on 57th Street in Manhattan, from the Aldi, the newer Aldi formats, from Wegmans and their, their latest supermarket formats, from Walmart with their new um, Walmart health centers, from CVS with their health hubs, all of those things that the retailers are experimenting with. If you want to see more of that, you can come to our website and you'll you'll be exposed to all what do those places look like. But we've just rattled off, or I've just rattled off five. There are probably another 15 or 20 retailers that we can think about who are changing these things in some ways while people sleep. <laughs> while the companies sleep. So there is an urgency of that. So if we think about what should our clients, what should the listeners, what should our friends of the family actually do about this, it seems to me like the, the imperative is in everything they do from product development to packaging to advertising, communication, social, digital, everything, they have to begin with fast they have to think about how it will make the shopper's life easier, get it off their list. So they have time for other things, and maybe the other things are browsing, but it's not the first thing, right? 
No, it's not. It's not, not browsing for the commodity essentials. And I think we have to embrace our manufacturer partners too in this because for them, this means, as you said earlier in our chat here, don't count on the big displays in the store being where people will discover you. How will you be front and center when they are figuring out what they're going to buy online before they ever get to the store or ordering it and going to the store to pick it up? Where are you going to intercept them? How are you going to develop recognition? So here's the thing then, right? We've talked about for the last few minutes this imperative on the part of shoppers to make their lives easier, less stressful, to save time for other things they want to do in their life. And yet what we know is that most of the examples we've alluded to and many more companies that are doing things to address this are all retailers. Retailers are getting this. And yet for the manufacturer community, all of those of you out there, you are still doing things much the same way you've always done them. And that's no longer acceptable. So the imperative here is that what you really need to be doing is you need to bring all the constituent partners in the room and you need to be talking about how can you deliver on products that are faster, less stressful, easier for the shoppers to use, easier for shoppers to buy in a way that's seen as a very good value. If you bring your R&D people, your legal people, your packaging people, your merchandising people, your display people, your shopper marketing people into a room and look at everything you're doing through that lens, then you will have the opportunity to address this sort of major shift that Candace has talked about in terms of the way people are trying to live their lives. If you don't do that, then the opportunity is really not yours anymore. And that's where success will come. That's what the imperative is. So here's the thing. It's about fast and it's about value and it's about taking the stress out of shoppers' lives. That's what you need to be thinking about today and tomorrow. There's so much more on this topic that you can easily access from us. You can go onto our website, which is that lengthy www.wslstrategicretail.com. Told you it was long. And there you can access free trend alerts on this topic and others. If you're already a client, you can access in our Shopper Insights library full complete reports on this topic about FAST. And if you just want to browse through the website, you will find everything you ever wanted to know about us and about retail and about shoppers. So go and have a look. And don't forget, if you need any more, any more in-depth, don't hesitate to give us a call, 212-924-7780, or email us at info at wslstrategicretail.com. Or just raise a flag. We'll find you. So thank you, Candice. Oh, you're very welcome. Sharing, as always, our brilliant shopper thoughts. It's an urgent time. It's an exciting time. And I think you've really helped set the stage for that. Uh, Next time around, we will be talking about another very hot topic that you all need to think about. So thanks for listening and see you next time. Just a reminder, the content of this podcast is the product of WSL Strategic Retail. You can't reproduce it or repurpose it without asking us, without written consent, 
So don't forget that. Copyright WSL Marketing Inc. 2019. Thanks for listening. Really enjoyed the chat. Please join us next time. See you around. Thank you.